0: Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that flies with the sharks.
1: Uh, <laughs> hopefully we don't get eaten by the sharks.
0: The, and the fishies. 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 It's the Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And And we're we're the Noobs. noobs. And this is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before and and two two sons sons who who haven't. So, welcome to episode number 77, covering the 2010 Christmas episode, A Christmas Carol. This is the one where the Doctor does Scrooge in space. Rory and Amy are stuck on a crashing ship and the only man who can stop it is a humbug named Kazran Sardik.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: doctor invades his past to change his present and save the future. Remember that one? Hmm. This is story number 213, originally aired, of course, December 25th, 2010, to 12.11 million viewers. Yay, we're back goodness. up again. Which just tells you that the Christmas special is highly Most anticipated. Most yeah, so so, favorite So apparently nobody has anything to do with in the evening on Christmas Day, it dropped down.
1: It went from like seven, like, I uh, think it was six
0: this, point something. Like, million. does
1: this show even exist anymore? Yeah. To it's the new thing, yeah. So, yeah. hopefully, we'll keep increasing as we go into the next season. And
2: yeah, maybe I feel we'll like, I feel like, like the,
0: the Christmas specials are, are like highly anticipated. I think these are ones that are watched by people that don't even necessarily watch Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and they kind of gained a reputation over the years. Um, Because this didn't
1: have much character development. This was just, oh, this is... uh, You
0: didn't have to know hardly anything about anyone.
1: You didn't know who... For this to be a fun episode. Yeah. You just had to know, oh, this is a doctor that travels around through time, and this is the companion. Like, you didn't even know... You didn't even have to know that they were the companions. You just had to know that they knew each other.
0: Right. And the other thing to remember is that in in the UK, this show is our Star Trek. Mm. You know, so... Or
1: Star Wars or... Yeah, it's yeah, just like, one of those big, knows like, Marvel movies or
0: whatever. Right, right. It's it's like, it's in the everybody knows
1: the who he is. Like, they might not have seen it; they just know exactly. who he is. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and that's the thing. So, if only if the only stuff you ever really watch is the Christmas episode, you're okay. Like, you know about Sonic Screwdrivers and Tardis and mm-hmm. Doctor, and you know those kinds of things. So,
2: yeah, I can have a conversation about Doctor Who, sort of, I guess, if it's only about the Christmas <laughs> episodes. <laughs>
0: That works. Uh, so this one was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Toby Haynes, which if I remember correctly, they've done like the last several in a row. So that's been a, a good pairing because we've had a good run of episodes here. Under miscellaneous trivia, uh, in in an interview in, uh, oh gosh, now I can't remember which magazine it was. Let me see if I have it. Do I have it handy? Uh, uh, it's linked up in the show notes somewhere <laughs> in, in a footnote. Stephen Moffat said in an interview before this episode aired that it would be the most Christmest Christmas Christ, wow Christmassy Christmas special ever, adding quote It's all your favorite Christmas movies at once in an hour with monsters and the Doctor and a honeymoon. <laughs> no wonder 12 million people tuned in (laughs) to see what in the heck that was all about. What
1: (laughs) What do you mean by honeymoon? What is going on here? Okay, there's monsters. Yeah, that's like a relatively
0: small part of what's going on, but I mean, I I guess that's the inciting incident. Uh They were on honeymoon, which is why they were on the ship, so.
1: Which Uh, I didn't get till like halfway through.
0: Oh,
2: really? Like,
1: I didn't know that that's why they were on that ship until like, At the end when they're like, well, that was the best honeymoon ever. I think think at the
0: beginning of this episode, you guys were missing something because um, we ended up turning on the closed captioning. I think that helped because they were crashing and the the pilot said, I picked up a a signal and on his screen, it showed it was coming from the honeymoon suite. And then in through the door, we pick up a distress signal emanating from the honeymoon suite and then in walks in Amy Pond. Saying yes, I've called the doctor. Um, so, I
1: I missed the whole oh we were in the honeymoon suite. I just saw the I've right. called the doctor. Oh, we're gonna so get him. Make, okay. So I didn't make the connection that that was what was going That's on. That's who I didn't. <laughs> the,
0: they were the ones in the honeymoon suite. Okay. Yeah,
1: right. yeah. I was yeah. I was not making that
0: connection. So uh, other miscellaneous trivia. This is the first Christmas special. Think about this one, guys. This is the first Christmas special where everybody lives. Really? No, yeah. Normally. I was gonna say, not even the Titanic one.
2: Oh wait,
1: yeah,
2: Uh, (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah. That's the thing is is normally people are dying left and right on Christmas, uh, but yay,
1: best Christmas ever! Everyone dies, so
2: dropping like flies.
0: No, this time we're not doing an alien invasion of London. This time it's uh, it's oddly enough, it's a couple of Earth Earth bound, you know, uh, Terran humans, so to speak, crash landing on another planet, and uh, people that
1: look like humans. Oh no, they
0: so were, everything they were humans. looks they were like humans. Human. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so this is oh, oh. remember okay, so the opening monologue from that that was voiced by Kazran. He says, uh, wherever uh, you know, throughout the ages, wherever people went, wherever people go, by people he means humans.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they they always celebrate that moment oh. that 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 coldest darkest day of the year where we we all, you know, slap each other on the back and say we've made it. And it's what he's talking about, is, he says, uh, on Earth, we called it Christmas or winter solstice.
2: Is Christmas ever the actual winter solstice, though? I thought that was, like, around the 21st or 22nd, not um, on Christmas most of the I think, time.
0: Doesn't the solstice, isn't that one of those things that moves? It does, Yeah, yeah I don't I mean, think sometimes it is.
1: Yeah, it's sometimes. I but,
2: I mean, does it move by a margin of several, several days? I, I don't know. Why don't you look it up I real really quick? Know. I don't know.
0: Um so the the idea there being that you know the solstice is we have gotten as as far into winter as we're in, in other words we've rounded the corner like mm. this is the midpoint of winter we're heading back towards the warmer times the 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 uh, longer days and those kinds of things and so. Uh, we all gather together to wish each other well. We made it, right? This is the the, the darkest it's going this is, to get.
1: Yeah, this is the worst it's going to get. Right. We're, it's and only going to get better from
0: here. Exactly. So it is humans. It's it's human culture mm-hmm. from Earth culture. And um, theoretically, I guess, you know, every planet has a winter solstice of a sort. Mm-hmm. And
1: But I would assume it wouldn't be the same as I No, would.
0: calendars wouldn't match yeah. up, obviously. Yeah. But the, the Doctor, at the very end... He, he bookends this because uh, he says – and and actually maybe during the opening thing, there's there's a line said somewhere, either during the opening monologue from Kazran or somewhere else where it talks about being halfway out of the dark.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the idea
0: of the solstice, solstice is you're halfway out of the dark period of, of the year. And at the very end, they say, where, where are Kazran and – oh, gosh. What's her name? Uh, Abigail. Abigail,
1: yeah.
0: And the doctor says um, – halfway out of the dark oh that's what it was he said that kazran was very christmas you have so much in common and he's like what do you mean and he says halfway out of the dark you know so man, this okay just spoiler alert this is a great episode i love this episode (laughs) say
1: that you say spoiler alert every time you say it's a great episode well
0: because we haven't gotten to the part where we're going to give it the score so, uh, since we've already talked about Kazran and Abigail, let's uh, let's hit the cast section here. First of all, Kazran Sardic, which, by the way, most weird name. I know. Yeah, like Kazran what? Kazran Sardic. Uh, by the way, I don't know if y'all caught this. At the very, very beginning, it may be the only place that it was mentioned. But at the very, very beginning, there was the guy selling newspapers, and he said, uh, "I think the name of the paper was like the Chronicle or something." And he was like, "Sardic Town Chronicle."
2: So the town is Sardic Town. Wow! So is that
1: why his last?
2: No, the town is named for his dad. Oh, I'm like. At first, I thought the name was so weird. I figured it was a title, not an like like a mayor of some sort, a kazran. But no, that's his name. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) That would be awesome if his, uh, yes. If his name is Sardik. The great and wondrous Kazran. I was like, that's strange until I noticed that wasn't what they called his father. And I'm like, oh, that's his name, you mean? Yeah, his dad had a totally normal name,
0: which escapes me all of a sudden. It was like, you know, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, Kazran Sardik, the boys spent uh, quite a few minutes uh, going, who is that guy? The first time he appeared on screen, Corbin's like, wait a minute, (laughs) who is that? And, I know him. Yeah, I wanted to say picture him with a long white beard and and a goofy hat. Uh, this is Sir Michael Gambone. I hope I'm saying that right. He played Dumbledore, or as I call him, New Dumbledore. Uh, he was Dumbledore. <laughs> Better that took Dumbledore. Over. Yeah, um, he picked up in Prisoner of Azkaban, onward, and I think Trip, you meant. What did you mention about Azkaban? There was some. Oh, oh, oh! The ending the ending of the episode oh, yeah. when they flew past the screen you said was similar oh. to the ending of prisoner, prisoner of the skies
1: when he uh gets this new broom and flies oh, be, and his yeah. face goes like stretches mm, all weird like vroom.
2: yeah right up and right past the camera yeah, i, right I really didn't notice camera. it the first time but that is an awful way to end that movie it yeah. does not do oh, well. Prisoner of Azkaban! Yeah. Like, yeah, it is kind of bizarre.
1: That's a nine. That's like a ten, and then with that ending, it's a nine.
0: <laughs> so sad. I said, "Funny that you mentioned Prisoner of Azkaban because that is when Sir Michael Gambon took over uh, as as Dumbledore." So
1: maybe that maybe they did that as a reference, or that I was know. just no. It's just I mean, completely.
0: You know, like random. you said, you can't go too many episodes without us having a Harry Potter
2: connection of some yeah. sort. But then. But then Abigail Pettigrew and yeah. Peter Pettigrew first appears in Prisoner of Azkaban. Dun, dun, dun. The coincidences. It's too much. Okay, now
0: quick alright, Corbin, go go look this up. When did Prisoner of Azkaban come out? Because mm. this this episode aired in Christmas of 2010. Once
1: again, Doctor Who did it first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. So Abigail Pettigrew uh, is played by the great Catherine Jenkins. Uh, Catherine was not actually an actress. Uh, Prior to doing this episode, uh, she was a classically trained vocalist, and she was asked to audition for the role
2: because of the singing element.
1: So did she so, uh, actually do that in the moments?
0: Uh,
2: no, she probably, no, she she probably, probably just did it before. At time, yeah. <laughs> I saw that I'm like, nice try. That mm, is not happening right. like right now.
1: Also, right. it didn't seem like she would sing like that. Like I don't know what it was about her. It yep. just that it didn't like, sound like her voice.
2: It sounded like they edited it in some way. It wasn't well, I mean, it yeah. was probably recorded yeah. in the studio
0: and blah blah blah. So it doesn't, you know, the acoustics are, are different. But um, that was actually her singing and she assumed Like, she went ahead and and auditioned, but she assumed she would not get the part,
1: Mm. which I
0: think is amazing because she does a fantastic job in this episode.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, um, and you know what? I read all that and then did not go and look to see, did she do a bunch of other roles after this? So, (laughs) I don't know. Like, this
1: got her famous and like, oh yeah, that's Abigail. Yeah. So, I put
0: in the notes, she wasn't an actress prior to this episode, but honestly, I don't know if she was an actress after this episode, but she was. Definitely an actress during this episode. She mm-hmm. did a, a fantastic job there. Um so but hired on because of the singing element, which uh that that whole bit at the end there where, where she was singing, to me was amazing. This mm-hmm. was like I don't know what it like this is a great Christmas episode, right? Yeah. But then that bit at the end, it was just something, I don't know. It was a great way to like wrap up mm-hmm.
1: where it was like Whirling around her, or whatever, and it was, she was just yeah, just like there. that
0: song, you know, it seemed mm-hmm. Christmassy, even though it totally wasn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, Definitely it was not. a love
0: song, is really what it was. Yeah. Um, but it was fantastic. So, guys, before we head on to the checklist, want to remind you that Noobs and the Whovian is brought to you by R5 Website Management, where you can get world class hosting, domain registration, and security at a great price. Don't forget, even though we're covering a Christmas episode, that it is in fact Your Name November. That's right, Your Name November. If you haven't already, it is time to reserve yourname.com. Whatever industry you're in, having your very own domain can come in handy. And I thought about something this week, boys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can, for $14 a year, $13.99, you can get your domain and you can get you know yourname.com, whatever that may be. Put that on your business card, make it for your business, make it for your personal, whatever you want to do. But another thing that you can do, even if you don't build the website for about $72 a year, You can get G Suite or Office 365 or any other professional email services that all you have to have is a domain that you can connect to. So for example, I could be email at austinreason.com or contact at austinreason.com or austin at austinreason.com or whatever, even if you don't have the website. So for about $85 a year, you can get professional level email that has yourname.com at the end of it. And you can slap that on your business card people, you know, whatever industry you're in, if you're, especially if you're in an industry where you're going to maybe move around a lot, maybe you're in marketing or insurance or something like that, where maybe you're not going to stick with the same company for year after year, people can email you at email at your wherever you go. And you don't have to close up and change your email and change your business cards and all those kinds of things. So head on over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Use the code NOOBS at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. And get ready. Uh, get ready. I was going to say build your website today, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about get your email off the ground today. All right, guys. That brings us to the checklist. I added a new item to the checklist, and Corbin said, why are we doing this?
2: Uh, because I wanted to. So I, d- I didn't say it like that. I yeah, was you just, really did. I was just Dad's wondering. Dad's in
1: charge. He gets to...
2: I was just wondering, like, what is this new section we have? Right. So the the next item on the checklist, the new item on the checklist,
0: rather, is was the name of the episode spoken in dialogue? Right. Which happens a lot. It does. Movies and television and whatnot. I
1: mean, where else would it get the name?
0: There's there's some, uh, well, that's the thing. Sometimes you have an episode where the title is never said. And And then you're like, where did they get that from. from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, this one, you know, this one was called A Christmas Carol, and in fact, it was spoken f- at least three times. I wrote in the notes thrice, because there's that back and forth that Corbin was talking about, uh, or Trip. Trip asked if uh, uh, Amy was the one who, when the doctor said, A Christmas Carol, Amy goes, what? And he said, A Christmas Carol. What? A Christmas Carol! He's like freaking out and everything. Mm-hmm. And Tripp goes, oh, is that something related to the crack?" <laughs> <laughs> so Corbin thought like, that ooh. Corbin thought Amy I mean sorry Trip thought that Amy forgot what A Christmas Carol was because the cracks stole that from her life mm. or something like that oh, no no, that's no, no, no. Thing- uh that, the, the cracks are all sealed and taken care of this was just she couldn't hear him over all the noise but
1: does that mean she remembers the dogs then?
0: because all the cracks are sealed now I don't know or no should be
3: should be oh, our
0: God. creature of the week we have uh, we have flying fish and sharks those were those were pretty awesome those were fun yeah 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 I love, I love when they had the, the sonic kind of on a string just turning around
1: hanging around like, in is... the middle of the room
0: and the little fishy was like biting at it nibbling, nibbling yeah nibbling, and, then <laughs> and then a, a fish, giant fish. shark yeah, It's
1: like little fishy fishy rock.
0: Uh, more importantly we have the creature of the week that we didn't see but we just got to hear about from the doctor's uh, horrifying uh, descriptions uh, that's right we're talking about face spiders uh, Okay, Mm -hmm. which no matter how you parse out the phrase face spiders, does that mean spiders that are just a face with eight legs? Does it mean spiders that exclusively live in your face? What does it mean? It doesn't matter.
2: It's all horrible. And the doctor made it worse by saying, oh, it's a little baby head it's on a spider. Head.
1: Wait, wait. It's a little baby head with Toy spider Story legs. Story
2: yes, that's what I said. Toy Story. He literally described the oh, thing yeah. that Sid made in Toy Story, yeah. and it's oh. terrifying. Yeah, except in that,
0: in that universe, it's a plastic doll head with like erector set metal legs. I'm going to assume that because this is a biological thing, that this is a fleshy baby head <gasps> with hairy little tarantula
1: <laughs> <legs>.
0: <laughs> And by the way, they are evolved specifically to crawl up the backs of cupboards Mm -hmm. so don't ever drop anything behind the cupboard and uh the 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 one time that you won't find them in the cupboard in the back of the cupboard is late at night when they're in your
2: mattress Mm. so i'm not going to sleep ever again (laughs) no not happening so thank you doctor for that holy crap
0: all right uh next up is bad cgi uh should we just go ahead and talk about the shark
1: but yeah. What did you guys think of the shark? I mean, it was it's okay. I thought the fish were
0: pretty good. The, the fish, fish were
1: good. That I looked like, the, like they the actually had fish just floating around. But. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I like the fish uh, swimming around the, the streetlights. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, oh, I, that was cool. The, it yeah. was like the school
1: of fish, like the three school of fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But around. when they um they go up into the clouds, and there's a ton of fish too at once. Too many fish moving too fast. Yeah. yeah. You could tell they yeah. started having to the cut And then when corners.
1: the shark... Yeah. Then when the shark went out, it was like super like CGI'd in, like very like like they took a shark and put it in green screen and like tried to like. No,
0: it was an entirely sh- CGI shark. I mean everything that about was, that was CGI. CGI yeah, I did like they tried to set shark. it out, I did like the idea that you could see the red. I'm uh, sorry, the green glow of the Sonic down its throat. Did y'all mm-hmm. notice that? It's like, like when a it was, part
1: of the Sonic is still inside. Yeah, every
0: time it would like snap its jaws and 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 open up wide, you could see. <laughs> way down its gullet to there's this like like, green glow that was that was kind of cool but overall yeah CGI wasn't great we did get a Geronimo uh, right before going for his sonic in the shark's belly I love this line he goes I got two chances and Kazran says two chances he goes two arms (laughs) so I'm gonna reach in with one arm and if that one gets bit off I still got another chance
2: so I got two chances
0: Geronimo and then we cut to now they're on the roof and, and the, the shark, shark is landing.
2: Yeah. Like, he's like, I only meant to stun him. Did when? A part, when did you stun him? Did a part get
1: skipped out? Uh,
2: what happened? It Like, didn't it, did not it cut to old Kazran or? I think it cut to old Kazran and then it's just, it cuts back and they're on the roof. And he's like, I only meant to stun him. I didn't mean to kill him. Yeah. Now he's dying. It's, it's like the Raiders went. What?
0: So how do we get him out of the closet where the shark's attacking him? I don't know. Just cut to old Kazran. And then when we get back, problem is solved all right so that's what we did Plot instead of events. just
1: z- oh no i zapped his eye no he's dying <laughs>
0: yeah no no clue about uh mm. about what it was and what and wasn't it kazran that said he, he just meant to stun him i think it so. wasn't the doctor so I anyways I guess. <laughs> all right under jiggery pokery uh we had some sonic paper goodness going on he <laughs> he's uh he's telling kazran he's the babysitter and he <laughs> says are you sure you're the babysitter and he says Yes, I think you'll find that I'm a board-certified adult, or something to that effect, and whipped out the sonic paper. And he goes, uh, that's just a bunch of wavy lines. And he says, ah, it's shorted out. Finally, a lie too big. <laughs> it's
2: like, you heard talk. it here, the doctor being considered an adult is a lie far too big, even for the psychic even for paper. Even psychic paper, which has, which has in the
0: past told people that, you know, he's the king of France, uh, <laughs> that, what, Amy, or no, uh. What was Rose? Rose was something. Wasn't she know. the, the uh, queen of something? or yeah, She yeah. was a lady or whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he, he gave um, Craig a recommendation letter from the Archbishop of, of- <laughs> yeah. Uh So, uh, but saying that he is a board certified adult was a lie too far. <laughs> so, uh, random jiggery pokery. We, uh, we have isomorphic controls. All right. So, Kazran's cloud machine. There's no
1: such thing as isomorphic controls. Oh. There's
0: such thing as isomorphic controls. Okay, I so see. He he laughs it off, says there's no such thing, then finds out clearly there is. Uh-huh. Whoa, who would have known? And then does the whole Doctor Who thing of, oh, these are isomorphic controls, of course. Yeah, I mean, totally plays it off. Seriously, but but that's what I said. The Doctor acted like isomorphic controls were nonsense and doesn't exist, a la the Pandorica. Mm-hmm. And but the Master's laser screwdriver was isomorphic. And Ten what? tried to, hmm. yeah tried to use the master's laser screwdriver and it wouldn't work because it was isomorphic so I was like uh, uh, did we just forget that or plot holes. Yeah, Yeah. So, what's going on there um, you know go go figure a show that's 50 years old has continuity issues uh, however though we are talking about a show that <laughs> that was just a couple of years ago that, that yeah happened, so at any rate. Uh, Corbin you want to hit the jibberty jabberty?
2: Um, I'm giving these to you why? Cause you know they'll mess me up. Mm. You cruel person. <laughs> Sorry about the picture quality. I had to recover the data using quantum and folding and a paperclip. Yes, quantum and paper Paperclip. And, and a paperclip. paperclip. A paperclip. Like something. What did that uh, which,
0: have to do with it? I <laughs> don't uh, you know. You can't do. You can't properly do quantum and folding without a paperclip. Yeah, I Some sort of small metal thing. So. All right. Uh, oh, silence will fall. Did y'all pick up on this? No when you're alone silence is all you
1: hear
0: <laughs> when she was singing that sign that that song at the end what she kept saying over and over again is when you're alone silence is all you see silence is all you know silence is all you'll be and mm-hmm. then it turned to but when you're
2: here uh love is all you you'll feel or all like, you need
0: are you yeah. sure
2: you're not overthinking this
0: I'm just saying <laughs>
2: I mean, that the song that, you know, that saved the day featured
0: silence. I'm just saying that's all. Yeah, but know. it didn't
2: even say silence will
0: fall. No, it didn't. But it just said when you're alone, silence is all you see. Silence is all you know. Silence is all you'll be. You know, it's just like, uh okay. Existential grr, I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. So either, uh I, listen. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Here's the thing. This song was written for this episode. This is not a song. Oh. Yeah. Ah. 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 All of a sudden.
2: All of a sudden it makes sense. Yeah. This
0: is not something sure. that they pulled off the radio. This is not an old Christmas song or an old love song from the 1400s or something. This was a song that was written for this episode. And well, that's s- the language they chose.
2: I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I guess, I guess, but I don't think so. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Okay. Uh,
0: at any rate, well, I mean, here's 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 what it boils down to. It doesn't tell us anything, so that's fine. It's just it's interesting yeah. that her song is so much about silence. So, uh, let's see. Nothing about the crack. No, no jammy Dodgers. Haven't seen any Sick. of those in a while. Uh, Trip, you've got something to say about existential horror?
1: Um, realizing that all of your past has just been wiped away and reset as something completely different.
0: All right. So our let's talk about the section this week is let's talk about the so wibbly wobblies.
1: So hold that thought. Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, go copy that note you just wrote and, and drop it down in the section down there uh, because I don't, want, I don't want you to lose your train of thought from that. But we will come back to it. So that brings us to who's who. Um, who is Kazran Sardik? All right. So, first of all, he hates Christmas, but the doctor says it's very him. You know, it's surprising that you hate Christmas. It's very you. What do you mean by that, doctor? You're halfway, halfway out, out of the, the dark. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's double a, meaning. Uh, uh, he says at the beginning of the episode that uh, he, there, there, the doctor's playing a video from Kazran's childhood, and he uh-huh. says that he learned life's most invaluable lesson that day. And what is that? Nobody comes. Sad. Yeah, that it. <laughs> I'm really glad that you were finishing. Yawn. When you said that, said um, yeah. So his his most most invaluable lesson is nobody comes. Golly, day, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're all on your own, and no one comes. Ooh, and when you're in, when you're alone, silence is all you'll be. You see, it's all coming together. What are you doing? All right, Hyperventilating. Uh, what else about Kazran? Uh, that was all that I had written down. But uh, t- what do you guys? What do you guys think about Kazran? Interesting character, good character, he's bad character, a jerk. Okay, I, I mean, mean, yes, I that's the way he's written. Yeah, I don't like yeah, his yeah.
2: character. Uh, at any point? Not really. Like, now we're not talking about. We're not just talking about old Kazran. I guess we're about Kazran young a, Kazran is fine, but old okay. Kazran. It's like they started out; they wrote him to be the character you hate, yeah. And then in the course. end, you're supposed to like him, but I still just didn't really like him. Why is that?
1: Because the doctor he just changed didn't make up for him. He wouldn't have been good. With, he would have just been the same old cratchy guy without the doctor.
2: I mean, like, this is true. There's nothing in particular he did that was super amazing. And wow, you're such a human person now, especially to make up for like almost slapping children several <laughs> times and including himself yeah
1: why did he almost slap I, them? like i
2: don't he know does several is. several bad it's things it's
1: like, dad
2: it was just
0: but it was a, it was an echo right yeah because he almost slapped a kid at the beginning of the episode and then it later did. we see where his father slapped him in the exact same way with the, like really far reaching up <laughs> beside his own head to <laughs> swing and backhand him and so then ridiculous. we see him almost do it to himself. Wow. Okay, so also interesting thing here, uh, uh, Sir Gambon, whose first name I can't remember now, um, he not only played Kazran Sardic, he played his father. Yeah. Right, they just slapped a mustache and a beard on him and <laughs> played his father. So earlier, <clears throat> so at one point you see old man, you see old Kazran slap a kid, or, or almost slap a kid, and then yeah. stop. Then later on you see the same actor playing Kazran's father slapping Kazran <laughs> as a kid. And then later on, you have the same actor playing old Kazran getting ready to slap young Kazran. For no I mean like the para-
2: this is back to the future like, level parallels, yeah, it's like- here, right? <laughs> No, I'm not taking you to the future, sees his old self, and instantly goes like, I'm going to slap you. What if he
1: takes him into the future and it turns out (laughs) he's his dad?
0: (laughs) I know, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that (coughs) twist to be like, his dad is actually him. Um, That's why it
1: was so cruel to me for no reason. Yeah.
0: So, so Corbin, would it be fair to say that – Your line of reasoning is that a lifetime of being a horrible human being is not made up for by one day
2: of Christmas. Yes. Yeah, and it's not even just the lifetime of being awful. Just what we saw in the episode, he is a bad person.
1: Like, okay, I'm going to let, what, 4,004 people die?
0: Yeah, and and that's before we even find out that he's got like at least that many people frozen in his basement.
2: Yeah. yeah. While,
0: his, while their families try and pay off debt. So, uh, Corbin, you're, you're tapping into what your mom hates about Curious George. Do y'all know the basic what? idea of every every
2: ca- Curious George story? I remember this now. You've explained this. No. You, 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 what do you remember? It? Curious George is curious, does bad thing. Everyone loves oh him for goodness. it. Praises him does bad thing no.
0: again and No, no 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 you're, you're missing some some details you get the basic idea you're missing some details curious george's curious does something curious turns out to be a bad thing turns mm-hmm. out to ruin everything <laughs> everyone's mad at curious george <laughs> curious george does something helpful that kind of sort of fixes it but not really everyone <laughs> says good job curious george i guess you're not such a bad monkey after all. <laughs> your mom was like these stories are terrible. I hate they basically teach like, hey, if you burn the whole house down on Thanksgiving Day, but then you go and find a turkey sandwich and give it to your mom, it kind of makes it better. It's fine. <laughs> you're okay
1: now. <laughs> yeah. So
0: that's kind of what happened here. Is what you're saying
1: is like uh, you try to cook, cook a turkey and it turns out you burn down your whole entire house, but oh, you 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 saved your mom's wallet. <laughs>
0: No, you didn't. No, 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 you, no you didn't save her wallet. It burned up in the fire. But you got the ashes of her wallet out of the fire. <laughs> you
2: go buy a new wallet. It's fine now <laughs>
0: with stolen money. Uh,
2: yeah, that's the thing.
0: Is uh, you know this is kind of the classic redemption that I always kind of go.
1: Eh. Like, d- does it because really, it's Christmas?
0: Does, everything is fine now. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the thing. Is like that's what we want. We want. We want there to be a day of the year where everything's fine. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> My son the sinning. Okay, so uh, so you you don't you don't buy Kazran's
2: no. Redemption. It's just no. That
1: there is a time where everything is okay. The purge.
2: Oh, wow! Uh, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I mean, everything's that, allowed.
2: That took a left turn. So it's like okay, you save these people, but. You are basically holding them there, letting them going to die. You saved them by, like, a few minutes because of your absolute (laughs) evilness. Oh, and by the way, you still have, what, like, a couple hundred, like, at least, like, a hundred or even a few thousand people down in your basement frozen. Right. Probably their families are already dead. They don't even know it (laughs) because they're stuck in ice. If y'all could see
0: how much Corbin's nose jerking, around. very animated about this.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, so let's and there's about, n- just no remorse. Who mm-hmm. is who is the doctor? There's okay. So uh, before we really see the doctor, we hear uh, somebody telling Kazran, "Well, we can't just let it." Cra-, talking about the ship, we can't just let it crash, sir. And Kazran says, "says who?" And as he starts saying the word "says." You hear the TARDIS landing noise, mm-hmm. so that when you hear "Who," the TARDIS uh-huh. is landing <laughs> on the roof. Oh, this says, says "Who," and the TARDIS is landing as he says it, and then yes, he down does. the chimney. Uh, down the chimney comes Doctor Who, and uh, so it's okay, like- we this episode was very much like the Lodger in that the first five minutes was a flurry of the Doctor talking, the I Doctor being just not- him going absolutely nuts yeah just being witty and, and quick and just all these kinds of things so for example he's always known father christmas as jeff
1: <laughs> what um uh,
0: he was with jeff father christmas and albert einstein at frank sinatra's hunting lodge in 1952 i know okay
2: like can I, then, I just say he name drops more times so in this much. episode than so tahani good. does yeah is <laughs> Tahani
0: so <laughs> he, insane he says he was with Albert Einstein and Frank at Frank Sinatra's hunting lodge in 1952. And then later on in the episode, they are he and Kazran and Abigail are at Frank Sinatra's house. And he <laughs> accidentally gets engaged and presumably married to Marilyn Monroe. Amazing. Uh, in, uh, <laughs> let's see. Kazran says uh, that someone or other, maybe Abigail, maybe somebody else, maybe the people on the ship, they're not important. And the doctor says, not important. That's funny. In 900 years of time and space, I've never met anyone who wasn't important. And here we go, man. This is like quintessential doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, he said this to individuals before. Like, of course, you're important. Um, All those kinds of things. I love it. Uh, Kazran says to him, what do you want? And he says, a simple life. And then just like. Joe's uh, yeah. off on this rant or something, but I just love that A Simple Life. I'm not looking for much, just A Simple Life, and I think, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, he sure, knows, that's what you want. If you want. could
1: have A Simple Life, I don't think you'd
0: want He it. would not choose it, yeah. No, he, he tried no. that once <laughs> in the lodger. It didn't work. Uh-huh. That's how we greet one another nowadays, right? Yeah. Uh, he loves a cupboard. I just love when the doctor loves something. Uh, like, yeah. A little shop. I love a little oh, shop. Yeah. Oh, Oh, A cupboard. I love a cupboard. It's like, why you do you love the cupboard? most random <laughs> things? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, okay. He, Oh, this was great. This is, this is world building stuff here. Okay. He's talking to young Kazran who is scared out of his mind. And he says, do I look scared? He says, look at me. I wear a bow tie and I don't even care. And then he says, do you trust me? And he says, yes. And he says, and that's why it's cool. He admits, he admits that bow ties are not cool. He says, I wear this and I don't even care. Now, if you don't care, that means there's something wrong, right? Mm -hmm. He says, I wear this and I don't even care. And the fact that I don't care about it means people trust me, which is why it's cool. I was like, oh my
1: gosh. And then he reaches (laughs) up. The Kazran Kaz reaches, up and, reaches
0: realizes, up and goes. Oh, I, have I have a bow tie. He realizes he wears bow ties. <gasps> it all goes back to that night. <laughs> so <laughs> good stuff. Um, I just love. I Maybe love that's
1: when, why he doesn't care about anything because <laughs> wears that bow tie. That's an entirely
0: that's different take wrong kind of on not the caring. Word. <laughs> but I just I love that they put so much significance on a a, a wardrobe
2: choice. Yeah, you know, it's the same with what they did with. What, was it Alonzi or was it Geronimo where it's like, you know, a beacon of hope has in the All-on-Z. darkest nights and it's like Alonzi's? Yeah.
1: They're yeah. just it's making like, up
2: stuff. It's like, and what would
1: that be? Alonzi! Yeah. Jumps out of window or uh, whatever. The
2: doctor obviously has no
0: clue when it comes to women. Right? Apparently. Kazrin comes to him and he's like, you know, am I, uh, what was it? Uh, she's Abigail crying. I crying. Yes. Am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do when she's crying? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> Yep, the doctor has no idea, um, and apparently uh, the reason that he has no idea about women is that apparently instead of
2: kissing girls, he was busy creating the Sonic screwdriver. Then he still got married to Marilyn Monroe in a that single was an night, but that was an accident.
1: In a single night, he <laughs> accidentally got married to someone.
0: Yeah, but I love he tells Kasra and he's like, "Don't make my mistakes. Instead of kissing girls, don't be don't be sitting on your bed inventing a new type of screwdriver."
1: <laughs> I was like, wait, what? We what? win. We yeah. re-ran that, like, seven <laughs> yeah. times. It like,
0: stuff. Wh- and then, like we just mentioned, he accidentally got engaged to Marilyn Monroe, so... Fun so that's, stuff. that's fun. Uh, let's see other stuff we noticed. Uh, let's see. Is this right? Is this from this episode? Oh yes. yes. At the very end of the episode, uh, 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 uh the nose says to uh, Rory, that's his name. I couldn't think of his name. The nose. <laughs> we well, haven't talked about either one of them. Jeez. The whole episode. <laughs> the
1: <nose. laughs>
0: Don't worry, that's, that's coming up. That's <laughs> coming up. Uh, Rory says, uh, any more honeymoon ideas? And the doctor says, well, there is a moon that's made of actual honey. Well, it's not actually honey. It's not actually a moon. And technically it's alive and a bit carnivorous, but there are some great views. <laughs> so it's like, okay, if it's not actually honey, why did you say it's made of actual honey? What is it made of? Like, and you know, it's not know. a moon either. And it's <laughs> not a,
1: not, I'm not actually. There's a moon made us. out yeah. of an actual honey, except it's not actual honey and it's not actually a moon. So, I mean, it's not actually anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't even know why I brought it up, actually. So. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a line here. He says, uh, gosh, and I can't even remember what this was in relation to. He said, oh, 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 oh. Amy says, it's their last night together, right? It's, it's Abigail's last day. And mm-hmm. the doctor says, everything's got to end. Otherwise, nothing would ever get started. And that is a wonderful line from a wonderful show about a wonderful holiday that I'm calling bullcrap on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everything's got to end. Otherwise, nothing would ever get started. No, oh. <laughs> that is not true. With all due respect, sir, Matthew Smith, Dr., and all the writers, Stephen Moffat and everyone, as bullcrap.
2: That's bullcrap. <laughs> you can start plenty of things without. It. Nobody has to die so that something new can start. <laughs> oh, if someone died. I guess we better get started doing things now. Like, it's what? like yeah, yeah,
1: here, yeah, yeah. can I kill you so we can get started on this invention?
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So everything everything's got to end, otherwise nothing would ever get started. No. Um, All right, guys, Noobs and the Hoobian is also brought to you by listeners like Victor and Jared. If you find value in what we do, if we help you enjoy your enjoyment even more, uh, give a little bit of value back. That's all that we ask. Join for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, You can bump on up to $5 a month, and you'll get a shout out on the show. $15 a month means you'll you'll, (laughs) – makes you a hosting host because you'll cover the cost of our podcast hosting, and you'll get a chance to guest host on an upcoming episode. So head on over to Patreon.com slash Noobs the and become a supporting patron of family-friendly independent media today. All right, guys. So I said we were going to talk about the Wibbly Wobblies. Let's talk about the Wibbly Wobblies. Wibbly Wobbly. Can, can we talk about the Wibbly Wobblies? No. no, we cannot. Oh. All right. Noobs in the Hoobian is a production of... No, I'm just <laughs> That was really good. All right. Uh, guys, so the doctor uh, jumps back in time. And I was... Uh, man, I was... Could y'all see? I was just giddy, and you are dying
2: for it to happen. You're like, oh, I like, oh, I know what's coming now. Like, Wait for this, guys. Wait for this. Wait till you see what happens. Wait till you see what happens. I try really hard. You know hard. what you are? Huh? You're like Tucker waiting for a treat. <laughs> You're like, I know it's coming. I know it's it's gonna happen. I know it will they're gonna drop something and i'm gonna just, eat it you just compare
0: me to our dog yes so, do I
2: sit there comparing with, you to like every dog and ever that are <laughs> waiting for a treat of some sort i just i love that he jumps
0: back in time and lands in the video that they were watching at almost the exact that.
2: time as well like
0: he yes, didn't, precisely he didn't the same time. you hear the sound you hear the dematerialization sound in the room Immediately followed by the rematerialization sound in the video, mm-hmm. he literally just jumps right into that video and not only like with no skipping of a beat whatsoever, I just love that. Mm-hmm. And then he talks to old Kazran through the camera, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He goes up and he says, You know, looks in the camera and says something about uh, ghost of Christmas past, hey eh, Kazran, or you know, uh, remember or write or something like that. And Ka- young Kazran says, Who what? are you talking to? And he <laughs> says, You, <laughs> you know? and they're like. It's, it's so it's so trippy to think like, about.
1: You'll find out.
0: So then we have, um, we have a bit where they needed the code to get into the cryo crypt. So because this is all playing on the video, I will say there's one plot hole. Where's the dang camera all this time? It's mm-hmm. like there's a drone camera following them around for the entirety <clears throat> of the episode because Kazran is watching it all as it happens. It, yeah. it started off with essentially a laptop webcam.
1: Yeah. yeah and then but they then took fr- it into the closet bit, and then that got wiped out by the shark
0: <coughs> exactly, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like there are times where at the very beginning, so there's the there's the laptop type thing, yeah then working. there's the camera in the closet, and then from then on, we yeah. just say, Hey, guys, don't really don't think too hard about yeah. the camera please.
2: that sort of thing happens quite often
0: and it does it does yeah you yeah. it
2: can't been, always keep it consistent so. right
1: I mean they're not just gonna carry around some <coughs> kind of old webcam thingy or something
0: yeah i mean the doc i don't know anyways so uh as old kazran is watching it he's saying the code out loud he's yeah. like it's 7258. 7258. you know how, like when you yell at a movie yeah. don't go in there don't open that door uh, that's what he's doing so then the doctor jumps in the tardis presumably hops back to where kazran is standing there saying it out loud pokes his head in the door and says oh thanks just what i needed to know closes the door goes back Tells young Kazran the code, so that's why he knew the code.
1: But also mm-hmm. he could have known the code because he said, I'm not old enough to know the code yet, so that means he could have also learned it Quiet. Yeah, I assume on. his dad
2: tells him at some point. But. Quiet, you. I prefer the paradox. <sighs>
0: Anyways.
1: But then where did the, com- the code from- come from in the I first place? <laughs> where,
2: exactly. From his dad.
1: Wait, yeah, his from dad his dad, 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 because he didn't make the code
2: quiet both of you
1: he tells
0: he tells kazran uh i've gotten this out of order here he's talking to kazran through the camera and then he tells him the past is changing and therefore so will your memories and then as kazran old kazran is seeing things happening on the screen he's like gaining new memories and it shifts throughout the episode the way it happens did y'all notice this yeah so he goes at first he goes but that never happened. And then he turns around like, oh, and goes, it did. <laughs> 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 wow. So in that instance, it's as though he said that never happened. And then the memory formed in his mind. But then throughout the episode, he was predicting
1: things. That exactly. Were hap- He's like, no, don't open the door. <clears throat>
2: Doctor, you mustn't. Yeah, all those kinds of things. Which is like something a kid would say to a movie when he knows there's a monster about exactly. to appear. So it's exactly. strange that he would do that as an old man. He's watching a movie of, of his own life as you it's unfolding. Doctor, it's
0: bizarre. You mustn't. So um, the, then he even has the moment where he's looking through the photos, and his, he's yeah. got a little box of pictures, and he's looking through them, and he says, I've got new memories. How can I have new memories? And that is something that's kind of wibbly-wobbly, tiny limey, brain-breaking to think. I now have new memories because someone is in my past right
2: now (laughs) messing with my past. And I'm watching my past happen in the present in real time. Do you have the old memories? But it's not happening right now. Or are you just aware that your memories are now different? I think it's... Yeah. I don't know if he has
0: both memories, but he does say... When he's talking to Amy later on, Amy, the hologram Amy, he says, uh, Amy says something about, you know the doctor. And he's like, well, how can I? I only met him tonight. I only just met him tonight. And yet, it seems I've known him my whole life. How can that be?
1: Because you have known him your
0: whole life. You basically have. But he, so, so
1: think about it. He never experienced it. It's like if you had memories of what you did, but it never happened to you. It's like a dream. But yeah, it's yeah. reality. There's a there's a
0: movie called Total Recall that messes with this idea of <clears throat> of implanted memories. So you can go, you can go to a place called Recall and they will implant memories of a vacation in your head.
2: Mm.
0: So instead of paying to go on vacation, you pay a little less money and you can have the memories of a vacation implanted in your mind. Which doesn't feel as good. I like, yeah, surely. but like if like if you can't tell the difference. Does it
2: matter?
1: But will you I remember that you went there to get the memories?
2: Yeah, like I, well, they, they never go. That's with when that. you start having weird things because it's like, okay, I remember, but does that mean like I felt like I experienced them yeah. in the moment, or do I just remember? Exactly. them? Like, do you
1: and Kasran, do you remember what things smelled like? Do you remember oh, what thing. things feel? That's what they say in the movies. Like, it's
0: all the senses and everything. But but in this case, Kazran seems to be rejecting and pushing back. Mm-hmm. Right, he's saying, I only met him tonight. And yet, apparently, I've known him my whole life. So he's like, he's aware that these memories are new. Mm-hmm. So I don't, Corbin, to answer your question, I don't know, does he maintain the memories of the life that he didn't end up living? Like, that he lived before the doctor showed I mean, up?
1: obviously, he rem- he knows that there's new memories, so that must have mean that he remembered right. the old ones. And,
0: and also, if you think about it, with the way things went... You know, the doctor shows up in his life as a child and then comes back every Christmas for a number of years and then skip a few decades ahead, he shows up again. So theoretically, when he came down the chimney, he should have recognized him, right? Mm -hmm. But because we're getting wibbly-wobbly, it hadn't happened yet, even though it had happened in the past because it was going to happen in the past, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Mm It was weird. Yeah. So – Wait, so
1: does that mean you can change the past?
0: He definitely did change the past. Yes, because we don't have one of these loop things where when, like I said when the doctor shows up, Kazran has no idea who he is. It's like and he actively gains new memories and is experiencing sensations.
1: But does that mean that mean past Kazran, Kazran like when he met the doctor would have recognized him when he came down the chimney? So we're saying in like these are two parallels when he right. met the doctor in this time and this time he would have remembered it. But in the time that he didn't, he would have not remembered the doctor because he Again, looks ex- exactly the same.
0: It's timey wimey. It's not linear. It's more like a big bowl of wibbly-wobbly, wibbly-wobbly, Jeremy wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Me. stuff. Yes, uh-huh. It's very Jeremy bear Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Um,
0: I do wonder how much Doctor Who influenced the idea of Jeremy uh-huh. bear me. Yeah. Um, so we do have um, little, little wibbly wobbly things throughout the episode. So Abigail is, is looking through the window at her sister, and Kazran's like, who is that? And the doctor says, the lady is her sister. I met her once when she was older. <laughs> like I met her in the past when she was older than she is now because my past is, is her, her future. future. It's wibbly-wobbly. It's wibbly-wobbly.
1: Doesn't that mean that he would have recognized Abigail too and would have... Who? When... Uh, Kazran. Yes, Kazrin. exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: Everything, everything from... The doctor coming down to the chimney up until the doctor returning
2: is all just... So, it would still kind of make sense, because he would recognize her, know she only has one day left to live, and then be like, no, there's no way I'm letting her out for y'all. Right, so, alright, okay, so... But, at that point,
1: it wouldn't only have one day left, right? Huh? Because that was, in that time period... Yeah,
0: they... they probably deliberately didn't let us see the numbers on her thing i had to at the, the first part of the episode yeah. so here's the thing this was a note that i made kazran's character old kazran ended up being the same crotchety old humbug both times mm-hmm. he lived his life under the thumb of his father mm-hmm. yeah and and became his father yeah and ended up A crotchety old humbug who was a miser and hated everyone and hated everything. The doctor went back to try and change him and make him a better man. And what was the end result? A different reason was because he knew that Abigail
1: was
0: going to have one day off. Right. So now he hates Christmas because of the pain of remembering the times with Abigail. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He is crotchety and doesn't care because he's torn apart by this choice of when do I give her her last day. And so now, all of a sudden, replay that scene in your mind at the beginning with the family begging for Kazran to let her out. No matter which version of his life you go with, he would not have let her out. Yeah, Because now, in he the version, either
1: didn't care whatsoever or Or he knew, cared
0: absolutely. Yes. And he knew that it was her last day. So no matter what, she's still downstairs in the crypt because he's not going to let her out either because in the original version of his life he's a heartless person who doesn't care or in the other version of his life it's the true love of his life mm-hmm. that he can't stand to let go yeah so no matter what
2: you end up in the same position yeah i love that
0: i love that they did that in this I
2: like that idea but the fact that he still turns out a crotchety grouch makes me hate him even more <laughs> and because
1: no matter it's the like way okay his it's like wife, okay
2: now wife... that you changed at the end it it doesn't even feel like anything's happened.
1: Like if you could go back in time and change every wrong thing you ever did, and, but it would still have the same exact outcome every All right, so time. The,
2: now I think you're just a bad person. Yeah,
0: even you around. The first go round in Kazran's life, he's got a terrible dad who's abusive not only to him but to just humanity. Who trains him up in his in his ways, and he turns into that same horrible person doesn't really have a
1: mom as far as we know has
0: no never no
1: will he's not allowed to be like the other kids he's locked up like an old princess in fairy tales Mm -hmm. in his old castle and just always alone like that's not a good environment to grow up in right so you gotta have some feelings for him like give him cut him some slack because
0: we'll, we'll we'll give him a little bit of room on that but the but the second go around he we see that he was a decent person who was as abigail said he was different than his father yeah who is then instead of being wrecked by his father and becoming his father he is wrecked by a choice that he cannot make mm-hmm. he is wrecked by so <clears throat> so the first go round his life's most invaluable lesson is nobody comes mm-hmm. right because in the video, what was it? A, a babysitter was supposed to come, and yeah, that I mean, babysitter would have would have I don't know why he why he was waiting for that person to come or whatever, if that would have been a positive thing in his life, but that didn't happen. Now on the second go round, life's most invaluable lesson is life's not fair. Yeah. Because I found true love. My true love found true love in me, but we can't be together. Because mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. <clears throat> Remember, he's saying, how do you choose which day? How mm-hmm. do you do it? How do you choose? You, you you don't find out until the end. And I hate that, pe- that Abigail doesn't tell him until it's
2: her last uh, day. Like, we could probably find a doctor, someone to help Something. you. Yeah. Like, we have the greatest doctor in the world <laughs> right here.
0: In the universe. So, but all of a sudden, now you're down to, you've got one day left. And... You are t- torn between wanting desperately to be with the person you love, but knowing that the moment you are that you come back into their presence, right, that you reunite with that person you love, it is the last time you ever will. How do you make that choice? How do you do that? That is incredibly like, unfair. You, you get is, to
1: choose when in your life you want to see this person again, and then that's yeah, it.
0: Yeah, and like he's, like she said you know, perhaps you waited a little too long hoarding my last day like a miser,
2: hmm.
0: right? So now we find out he's not necessarily a miser about money. Really, he's a miser about his time with his one true love and and just everything reminds him of that. So he hates the world because of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, I would kind of hate the universe too for ending up in a position like that. It's, 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 it's tragedy like, rather on like Shakespearean not, scales.
1: Rather not meet then to have yeah. to have this. Yeah.
0: Did, did did the doctor did the doctor say something about that in this episode? It's better to have loved and lost kind of thing. I don't. Uh, wasn't there wasn't there a line I like that in this so, episode? But and he was like, ah, you know, like waves it off. because um, that sentiment is always great until you are the one who is loved and lost. So at any rate, um I love I love that no matter what version of his life, he ended up the he ended up on on the same he ended up outwardly the same. But he, the Doctor did succeed. The Doctor did change Kazran. Because Kazran, mm-hmm. when we first meet him, is a horrible person like to his core. But yeah. the Kazran that we end up with at the end is a horrible shell over top of a person filled with love. Yeah. Who decided to bury that love to protect his heart. Right, mm-hmm. And so he, the Doctor did change him. And like Corbin just said, does that not, make up for everything? Just not I don't for the know. Better. Didn't
1: really change him well, no, for the No, it did change him for the
0: better because it made the, the core of who he is a better person. But he just covered But that his over.
1: outlook
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. To, to everyone looking effect. to everyone on the outside looking in, it didn't it didn't look any different at all. So we did have a couple other more wibbly wobblies that I wanted to point out. Like um he tells Kazran, I'll see you in a minute. I mean a year because <laughs> he's he's going to hop in the TARDIS and be right back in a minute, but it's going to be the next Christmas. Um, I love the idea of every time that door opens, it's a new Christmas, and Kazran's getting older every time. Mm-hmm. And my The favorite, first
1: time I didn't realize. I thought they were going right. to travel in time, both of them, and oh, every year no, no, no. he was going to be the exact same.
0: Yeah, no, because Kazran said he comes back every Christmas. Mm-hmm. He promises, right? And no. I was is like,
2: what? It was kind of weird, though, because it's like, he's a small child. He's a small child. He's a larger child. He's a six foot tall grown man. Just now, came kind of nowhere. jump over
0: a few holidays there. A few. Uh-huh. And by the way, I did love that each time the door opened. That little montage of the door opening. She goes, "Doctor, doctor, doctor." Kazran. <laughs> oh. it's like, bow, chida, bow,
1: it's
2: like, Hey, look, Kazran they did skip a, a few maybe. years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now he's in his Doctor. late er, or early 20s. Oh. I mean, oh, you're blushing, Kazran. And he's one adorable. of the times
1: when he was like teenage years, you could see him like
2: yes, he, 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 hunched he, and
1: over. And he had his emo
0: phase that he went
1: through. No, <laughs> you like, saw him like hunched over and you could see like the little, uh, whatever you call them Sideburns? <laughs> no, no. What are you no, pointing at the side of your
0: face? What is that? It's like smacking his.
1: <laughs> I forget blush. what they're called.
0: That's really helpful. All right, so <laughs>
1: Corbin has some. Um,
0: I also, I also Dimples. love. What, um,
2: no, what no, are no. you talking? Acne? What are you talking? about?
0: Yeah, okay. Oh, one. acne. Okay, I missed. I missed that entire exchange. <laughs> looking back at the notes. <laughs> I love that he turned. Um, so okay, so the doctor is the ghost of Christmas past. Amy becomes the ghost of Christmas present. And then in the best twist in this thing, he turns Kazran himself, old Kazran, into the ghost of Christmas Future. It's Mm -hmm. like
1: Because he says, What are you gonna do,
0: Doctor? Take me to the future and show me my you know, show me my end. I die cold and, and alone. Duh. You know, and he goes, No, <laughs> I'm showing you the future right now. And he turns around and is there. And we will it's just, like, for the sake father? of time, we will skip over the part where that doesn't make any sense with the timeline.
2: We'll just skip keep- <laughs> Oh, and <laughs> the fact that he like almost slaps himself. uh yes yes. a <clears> throat> there, throat> for a second there. For a second there. What was that noise? Mm-hmm. Um, no, when, I'm hit you. when he goes to slap him, there's this like minute where he's about to and then he recoils and i'm like was there like a timeline where he did slap him and he's coming from that timeline and he remembers that and so now he's not slapping him or like there's something weird and wibbly wobbly going on like that oh i see what
0: you're saying oh wow oh gosh that's interesting yeah 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 oh who knows uh trip you were talking about uh existential horror about all of your past being wrong have
2: we already hit that or
1: uh think I mean, I don't have any. I
2: mean with the new memory thing? Points. Because we talked about the whole
0: memory thing. All right, gotcha. All right, uh, so we're going to check in with our buddy Jared, who's uh, got some classic Who connections for us.
3: Hello, noobs in the Whovian. This is Jared with your classic Who connections for the 11th Doctor's first Christmas special, A Christmas Carol. Right off the bat, uh, the 4th Doctor. Also failed at doing card tricks in the serial robot. That was actually the fourth doctor's first serial in the pyramids of Mars. The fourth doctor also claimed that the TARDIS had isomorphic controls Now, this claim was apparently quickly forgotten or just ignored by the writers because others have been able to use the TARDIS controls, or maybe he was joking. I don't really know. It it seemed pretty serious at the time, but uh, that didn't really pan out. And the last part for the fourth Doctor, when uh, the Doctor and young Kazran visits with Abigail for... At Christmas Eve excursion, they both showed up wearing long striped scarves that were very similar yes. to the ones yeah. that the fourth doctor would wear. Uh, and they were kind of a signature uh, garment piece for him, much like bow ties for the 11th doctor. And it's also interesting that they did that when her cryogenic chamber uh, showed that she had only four days left. Oh. So that was oh. nice, a nice little touch there. So that's it for the fourth Doctor. Moving on to other Doctors in the serial Marco Polo. The first Doctor talked about seeing flying fish. And the first Doctor also accidentally got engaged in the serial The Aztecs. As I mentioned before about the sonic screwdriver, uh, it was also destroyed before. We've seen it actually destroyed a number of times in New Who, but it was destroyed in Classic Who with the fifth Doctor in the serial The Visitation. And finally, uh, the Seventh Doctor also claimed to be friends with Albert Einstein in the serial Time and the Rainy. And that's it. Those are the classic Who connections I found. A uh, bunch of just little things, little little tidbits, little maybe Easter eggs. Uh, no real strong plot connections or anything like that. I,
0: I, you know, I'm going to disagree there. I think those were great, uh, mm. great connections. I was yeah. wondering about the scarf. Because they were like yeah. similar to the fourth doctors, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure if they were going, going for
2: it. But I kind of figured they were. So. But I mean, the fourth day thing. That's yes. I definitely I, that, did that's not right. see. I, I did if,
1: not catch that. I
2: wonder if they like wore the fezzes on the eleventh day or something like that. Because that'd <laughs> be funny. If, yeah. That'd be a good one.
3: I do want to point out. Uh, thanks to noobs and the Whovian, this was the first time I've seen this episode Uh, when I was watching through before I did not know about the Christmas specials and this one, I was still watching, you know, catching up when this one came out. And so I don't know that it was on uh, Amazon at the time, maybe uh, because they've lumped them with other ones that I have seen. Hmm. uh, So maybe it just wasn't there. And then I watched, I, I caught up and was watching things live, but anyway, really cool that here with Noobs in the Whovian, I was able to see a brand new episode to me. So that was fun. So I really enjoyed the episode, had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I'm going to rate it an eight even cryogenic freezing chambers. And uh, really, though not very creepy, so I'd give it like, you know, 25 creep levels, something down there. Uh, but still, fun episode and thrilled that uh, because of the show here, it came to my attention that there was an episode I hadn't seen yet. So that was really cool. So, thank you to the TARDIS Wikia for help with the information, and thank you to Noobs and the Huvian for having me on, and I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who Connections next time.
0: So, I had a similar thing happen where uh, the next Christmas special, I missed. Oh. I don't know how, because I saw this one,
1: so I have you seen saw this, this one, one, and then just didn't realize that it was on the same season.
0: I I have I have no idea what happened. I didn't see the next Christmas special, and then the next one, the the so the the, the next one coming up, I think is called uh, the Widow, the Wardrobe, and the Doctor, or something like that. What? I missed that one. I have still not seen it because Ooh. I discovered this about a year ago,
1: huh.
2: but
0: somehow or another, I missed it, and I was like. Oh, I need to go watch it, and then I thought, you know what? I'm not gonna. So I've I've decided on that one. I'm gonna wait until we actually get there, and so when I see it, it, we'll be all watching it for the first time together. The following one, huh?
1: And then we'll all say we're the noobs.
0: (laughs) That's right. The following one, the Snowmen, I have seen. So I'm like, how did I miss this one? (laughs) The only thing I can think is that, uh, and I think I've mentioned this before. The next two seasons have some weird scheduling stuff. Mm. And I think I'm not positive, but I think we have a mid season Christmas special somewhere Oh, what? where I think because there, there's 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 a season coming up where it's split in half. I think it's like season bizarre season six or uh, seven. It, it there was a there was a mid season finale and then it was like a long time before the rest of the season. And I don't I don't know why it all went down like that. But, wouldn't that
1: just be two different seasons then
0: but it's not it's treated as one season
1: so broken gross. in half one through six season exactly. finale then
0: seven through thirteen yeah it's it's bizarre and so I'm thinking I'm wondering if maybe the Christmas special maybe there was a Christmas special in the middle that I missed because mm. I didn't I wasn't following any kind of schedule I was just watching it on Amazon but
1: aren't all three of the I mean, all of the Christmas specials in the same area. All that to say,
0: you just skipped over. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. Somewhere along the lines, I completely skipped over uh, the the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe, or whatever it's called. Next year's 2011's Christmas special. So, uh, like. Like Jared, I'll be seeing that one for the first time. Uh, just once like we get there, one, so. in a couple of uh, so he ones, gave that. Uh, we had a typo here. He said cryogenic freezing chambers, but it says cryometric in his notes. So <laughs> I don't know if there was a really weird autocorrect or what. So uh, Jared gave it eight cryogenic freezing chambers. Corbin, what are you going to give this episode?
2: Uh, I thought this was a good episode, despite not liking Kazran <laughs> at all. I didn't like him. It's like, like that Draco, character. you're just
1: not supposed to.
2: Like this is true. Well, you were supposed to like him in the end and I still yeah. didn't like him. I hated him. That's fine. So, I'm going to say this was 8.5 out of 10 grouchy old Kazrans. Grouchy old Kazrans.
0: Um, I'm going to uh, go ahead and jump in and just say I you know what guys? I'm 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 just I'm I'm going to I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give this 10 flying fishies. 10 out of 10 flying fishies because this, I just, we laughed so much during this episode. We rewound so many parts of this episode. We have spent a lot of time talking about a lot of different parts of this episode. Um. I, I can't think of anything specific where I, I could point to and say, if they'd have done this differently, it would make the episode better. You know, mm. there's just, it's just, it, it's wonderful. So I'm going to give this one, Ten out of ten flying fishies, uh trip, what are you gonna give it?
1: I think this is I have to agree with Dad mostly because there were some parts, like we said with where the shark attacked them and then suddenly it cut to the shark was lying on the ground. That wasn't
0: Okay, I all good, forgot about that part holes.
1: <laughs> and then the whole um thing with knowing the code, like he was so young. How would you remember the code all the way up when he was this old? Unless he was like, no, because they used it every year when they right, came yeah, up. yeah, So, yeah. I mean, I guess most of it was consistent. So, I'm going to go 9 out of 10 misplaced memories.
0: Misplaced memories. Very <laughs> good. Um, creep level, I agree with Jared. He gave it 25 out of 500. Yeah. Um, I, I think the
2: creepiest part of this episode is the shark attack scene. It yeah, was, that was pretty. Was small there anything jump else? scare with the shark? But they didn't even try and make it a scary jump scare. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty. I thought it was,
0: a, I thought it was a pretty good one. Um, and then when it's coming at it in the in the closet, mm-hmm. um, so I would I would give it twenty five out of five hundred creep levels for the shark attack scene. And then I just remembered I'm going to give it twenty five more for face space spiders. Face spiders. Space oh, yeah. spiders. All right, so yeah. we're going to give it fifty
2: out of five hundred, which is still very very low. And yeah. it, I mean, yeah. this was Christmas. It was Christmas. Christmas. So. All right, Christmas. what do you got? I'm going to say 52. Face spiders are terrifying. 52? You know, Not 51. 50 52? also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> two
0: weeks in a row you've done that. Okay.
2: Have I? Uh, yeah, we did that 52? same bit last week.
0: <laughs> you said something too, and I was like, oh, wow, real original Dad." Well, I, I take the puns when I can get them. Tripp, what do you got, man? I'm
1: going to go 150. I think with the whole, the face spiders, that got me like, that was just, I don't know. That was like 100 out of it. And, <laughs> I mean, the shark was pretty good, and there were some other parts. I forget what it was, but there were just some other parts. I don't honestly remember, but I'm going to go 150.
0: All right, 150 out of 500 creep levels. Uh, listener input, we didn't receive any new um, any new reviews. I didn't hear back ab- about uh, last week's uh, uh, dream Episode that we talked about. Uh-huh. I, I didn't. I didn't get the rest of that yet. So I'll yeah. put that out again. We would love to hear the remainder, all the quote b- boring parts of the dream, or that don't make sense, or whatever. We we need the details. If we're gonna yeah. make this season happen, okay, we need all the details we can get. So let's let's hear back. Uh, From those, I think that was uh, Christina. So, Christina, Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear back from you on that. What what all details you can fill us in with, or if you've already gone ahead and written out the whole season for us, we would love for you to uh, record yourself acting out all of the various parts for Mm -hmm. all thirteen episodes and go ahead and send those in, and and we will release those. You have some storyboards too. Yes, yeah, we'll start a whole new podcast. We'll um,
1: start releasing these
0: early wardrobe. Drawings, things like that. You yeah, know, whatever, whatever you know, alien species you may have invented uh, along the way. The basic stuff. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, that'd be great. You the basic that. things that we assume that our the new our baby
1: Sonic every... that's like a pacifier, <laughs> oh, like a pacifier. A Sonic. That's for a twelve oh, year old pacifier.
2: It's a what twelve it? year old. Oh, it was, was, 12. It was like a, a twelve month old. Oh, I thought it was old. a
1: baby. <laughs> I don't remember the. So Sonic pacifier. Oh, we need that now. We're starting yeah,
0: another yeah, write, season. Write that one in. Guys, that brings us down to the game plan. Um, we uh, we are off to Series 6 with a two-part premiere next week. We had talked about maybe doing a sode, but we've got a crazy weekend this weekend. So um, check out the sodes Space and Time and then Prequel to the Impossible Astronaut. If you're watching on Amazon Prime, prequel to the impossible astronaut is in there. It's like, it's one of the episode zeros. It's one of like bonus episodes or whatever. Um, So check that out. It's like two minutes. It's, it's really not um, a ton space and time are different. Those are more like meanwhile in the TARDIS. And so I, I just, uh, I put some links in the show notes. You can go click on those links and they've got them on YouTube. You can go watch. I want to say it's either, it's either 20 minutes a piece or it's, I think there was one video that was both of them together and it was 20 minutes total. Ah. So, um, and there's some, if I remember correctly, there's some good stuff in those. So we we will watch those before we watch mm-hmm. The Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon, um, along with prequel to The Impossible Astronaut. So uh, check those out ahead of time. Again, there's links in the show notes. You can catch all of that. And then, uh, guys, we're, man, we're, we're jumping right into Series 6. Um, I've said it before. I think, I'm not positive, I'm not positive, but I think Series 6 might be my favorite series in new who so far um it is the one that i have re-watched the most i keep finding myself drawn mm-hmm. back to it uh there's some good stuff there so i don't want to overhype it or anything yeah mm, no no worries there i haven't done that but at any rate um we we're off into some really really good stuff jared and i both are excited about this season guys noobs and hooving is a production of master closet studios where it's always smaller on the inside your senior producer is me austin reason our audio engineer is this guy i'm tripp our production editor is this other guy. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.wakia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the classic Who Connection and shout outs to Jared and to Victor for their Patreon support. As always, you can find us at Facebook.com slash noobs in the Hoovian. You can direct message us there or email us at noobsandhehuvian at gmail.com. And consider supporting us at patreon.com slash noobs in the and not noobs in the hoovian. Noobs and the hoovian. Uh, if you've forgotten any of those or need more information or the full show notes, head on to noobsandthehoobian.com wherever you found us make sure that you subscribe leave us a review like us share us with a friend not because we're a great show but because we watch one until next time my name's Austin I'm the Hoovian. these are my sons Corbin and Trip. and we're the noobs and we will see you next time
2: goodbye Be
0: whip. alright live from Master Closet Studios I'm here with some guys hello and this week I brought coffee good job oh that's some <laughs> ASMR right there <laughs> Ooh. Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that slurps its coffee. It's awful. Crinkle, crinkle, <laughs> little stars. Oh, how we wonder. Trip,
2: you're just What is being ASMR?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just ruined my take. That was awesome. That was inspired.